Hey guys, Ben here from Comic Comedians. I just wanted to tell you guys about the best podcasting program there is called Anchor. Anchor is literally the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, everybody. My name is Ben Schubert with Comic Comedians, the only show where we don't make Star Wars puns because we don't want to force them upon you. Thank you. Today, I am here with Straw Hat Goofy, (laughs) a.k.a. Julian Green, a.k.a. the TikTok movie guy. How you doing? What's up, man? How's it going? Good to be on. Thanks. We're also here with Matty T. Swizzle. And I hope that's your SoundCloud name, a.k.a. the Star Wars Encyclopedia, the Wikipedian himself, the man that knows everything about Star Wars. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm hanging in there. All right. So without further ado, we're going to be talking about the original trilogy. And so without further ado, let's just jump into that title sequence right now. Edit in post. So let's get this started. Now, let's go around the room and talk about how we got into Star Wars. So, Julian, I'll, I'll let you go first. You, you were talking about your, your grandma got you into Star Wars, right? Yeah, man, because my grandmother thought like, oh, yeah, you know, the lightsabers and the Jedi and the bad guys, like the kids will love this. And she started me off instead of like prepping me for the original trilogy, which are like masterpieces. Say what you will about Return of the Jedi and the Ewoks. I still think it's masterpieces. But she started me off with a Phantom Menace. And uh, she took me to the theater and see it to see it. And immediately I almost, I fell asleep, bro. Like I fell asleep because it was like trade federations and fucking like, oh yeah, you're going to Naboo to like talk to the, to the, the Gungans, the Gungans. And I was just like, I was already tapped out. And then I woke up and next thing you know, they were pod racing. And then there was more talks about Senates and trades and I fell asleep again. And then I woke up next thing you know, Qui-Gon's getting capped. So I was like, okay, <laughs> this, this might be okay. You woke up seeing, oh crap, this is kind of interesting. <laughs> how, how did we get here? <laughs> I thought we were talking about trades and sentence and Padme, I'm a Dallas, but hey. Okay. Well, what about you, Matthew? How'd you get into Star Wars? So my dad showed me back, uh, I think when Revenge of the Sith was coming out in theaters, um, he sat me down and we had the whole collection, uh, DVD and VHS, and we popped those in. Um, Every couple of weeks, we watch a new one. Um, and we went through them kind of in preparation for Revenge of the Sith. I didn't catch it in theaters. I actually got it um, right when it came to DVD. But uh, yeah, we, we watched through all of them. Uh, and we would sit down and, and just go over it. And I wouldn't say he was like a mega fan or anything, but um, he definitely wanted to introduce me to it. And then from there, I just kind of read the books, got the action figures, and, and took off. <laughs> and um, right. never stopped. Okay, well, that's the, the same here. My my dad basically he watched the original trilogy. And my brother, he's about ten, he's about seven years older than me, so he was kind of into the prequel trilogy. The first movie I got to go see was Revenge of the Sith, and the, well, the first movie I got to go see in the theaters. The first movie I really saw was A New Hope, and yeah. like I was telling Matthew earlier, I I've watched A New Hope maybe a million times because that was like my go-to movie. I thought I saw the word new in it. I think that's what got me. It was like, oh, new, so this one has to be the newest, you know. So, 
you know, five-year-old Ben, I'm a blonde. You got to give me a minute. So <laughs> you're right. So, you know, I always watch that one, but like I was telling Matthew earlier, it's basically a movie that has a great beginning and a great ending, you know, and it, you can, you could stop right there if you wanted to, but you know, you're not because absolutely. Star Wars. Yeah. But also Julian, I was, I was looking through your YouTube and I noticed your most recent video was called I'm done with Star Wars. And, <laughs> And this was after I invited you onto the podcast. I was just like, "Oh crap!" No, this is fine. This is fine. I think think you're. I think you're bringing me back. You're. You're slowly bringing me back. Hearing your love for the for the franchise. No, I was just. I saw your solo. Your solo. Um. Your solo review on TikTok, and I was just like, "You know what? He's a Star Wars fan. Let me get him on." So. I'm still a fan. Don't get me wrong. I'm still a fan. (laughs) I just need. A well-deserved break i just need i just i'm basically uh i'm basically the 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 warriors when they went to the finals every single year and then eventually they just needed to just like cap out and die and need a nap and you know just what <laughs> right. just go off into the sunset for a little bit i just need that because it was just too much too fast and the fandom just started to really like get crazy so i was like you know what you guys handle that. I'm a, I'm gonna go over here and wait for it to die down. So there's some rom-coms I gotta watch. <laughs> oh yeah, I went through rom-com binge after that. I'm I gotta watch lie. Into the Spider Verse a million times. Give me a <laughs> that too. That too. It helped me. It helped. No man, me I'm so a huge much. fan of all uh, both of you guys. I'm actually a huge fan of both of your works. I do. I, I do enjoy learning more about Star Wars from you, Matthew. And my sister, I told her that you were gonna be on Julian, yeah. and she was just like. How did you land that one? I was just like, I have no clue. I commented on one of his videos and then he followed me. So I was just like, I got to get this guy on a podcast. It's that easy. It's that easy. <laughs> no, no. I, I remember what I caught you were talking. It was uh, the movies that you said. Uh, it was like movies that all black people have seen or, or something like that. And yeah. it was about love and basketball. And I sent it to one of my black friends. I was like, what's love and basketball? He's like, well, you know, you have the notebook. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, well, picture the notebook, but for black people. And I was like, yes, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I, I said. Like, that's exactly how you describe the note, the love and basketball to non-black people. That's exactly how you explain it. So I'm glad like my grandma used people... to play that movie every day. I was just like... Dude, black people got together and collectively said, hey, when we talk about love and basketball, how are we going to describe this to people? And then we all came to that conclusion. Yeah, just call it the notebook for black people. And it, it just it stuck for centuries now. Uh, okay. My daughter's trying to say hi, by the way. Oh, hello. Say hello. Hey. <laughs> so... And she's gone. All right. But like I said, huge fan. So let's talk about, like I said, my favorite movie of the original trilogy. It, it is Empire Strikes Back, but I watched A New Hope over and over again. Matthew, what, what was your favorite movie and why? Definitely Empire Strikes Back. Um, just the fact that it, I think it was the first cliffhanger I'd ever seen. Um, you know, we were talking about earlier where the, the bad guys, like, they win kind of at the end. Like, yep. like, we're left on a hanger. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine waiting however long it was before Return of the Jedi came out. Uh, you know, we watched it like two weeks later. Like, that was a long time for me. But um, just anything from the atmosphere to the, like, a lot of lore was expanded upon that wasn't really touched upon in the first movie. Um, they were really trying to expand the universe. Um, and I just loved, you know, from start to finish, just everything they added to Star Wars. Okay. What about you, Julian? What, what was your favorite movie from the original trilogy? Oh, it's got to be... Oh no! Empire, like kind of like easy to say, like it's it's one of the it's the best ones. The, yeah, Empire, man, Empire is so like it's exactly what you just said. It's it's the, the darkest of the three. It took it was basically the most different, but at the same time, it still kept the spirit of what Star Wars was. It really yes. put all of the characters, 
through the ringer like luke really had to do some like real soul searching not only just like emotionally but physically Duke gets his arm chopped off <laughs> at one point like a, so like and a then skywalker yeah like, exactly like a sky it's the skywalker tradition get your arm lopped off by the end of a movie and uh i just really liked uh even even the side mission was so compelling between han and leia and them trying to escape uh the empire just it's like that whole story and like the will they won't they uh, romantic relationship and will they get caught and then you have like the coolest fucking guy boba fett just like hot on their yes. tails the entire time like just this like ever like present sense of dread just like the rest of the movie is it like empire is like probably the most not only the most perfect sequel but probably one of the almost the most perfect movies like to come out in the last like 50 or so years okay i can get behind that so uh, yeah, no, Empire is definitely one of my favorites. I mean, we get introduced to probably one of the greatest villains of all time. I mean, I know D- Darth Vader is probably one of the greatest villains of all time, but we got to admit Palpatine, like I was telling Matthew, he's one of those guys that he has like a million ideas, but you don't know what he's going to do. He literally, he just wants power for power. Like Thanos and the Joker, I was telling Matthew, I was like, the Thanos and the Joker, they are both characters we can relate to. Like the Joker, he was bullied and that's what kind of made him turn into what he was he was off his meds and thanos you know he kind of made solid points but he just like executed it in like a really psychopath way but you know but we also related to them palpatine he's just like i can shoot lasers and lightning out of my fingers and i'm gonna let the world burn (laughs) the world is gonna burn because i said it is that's scary as hell man when you really think about it a guy who can at any time just use his lightnings to freaking end you but instead he goes yeah i'm gonna just scheme a scheme for like 60 years (laughs) i'm gonna just think about this for 60 years i could just end your whole life right now but i'm gonna just think about it and just like have a lap a robotic lap dog like that's that's a powerful villain and not only that um darth vader like i always say this when it comes to darth vader in the in the originals like a new hope he's kind of like he's the bully right he's like a great villain because he's kind of like this uh this domineering figure who just kind of comes in he yells some things at his subordinates and like he almost chokes the guy out and you're just like wow that's terrifying but what's even more terrifying is in the second is an empire there's a guy above that like there's someone like pulling his strings and the moment where uh where uh you know he he bows down you're like wait what is what is Darth Vader who's Darth Vader bowing down to and it's the right. freaking emperor and you're just like oh wow like what is this guy capable of it's not Darth a chimp Vader in is. a robe either yeah I believe yeah, that's it, what they did for the original movie they put a chimp in a robe and put it on screen and I mean Matthew you're the Wikipedian is that is that true or no I've heard that story I can't say I can't say whether that's true or not I've heard that going around the circles though <laughs> of all things a chimp like yeah apparently like in the original cut like before the remastered stuff like it's probably not on disney plus but i really hope disney plus puts on the original stuff oh like, i would love to see that. unedited back, back when java was a that. human oh yeah yeah he uh, knows yeah. java was a fat guy yeah not just a cgi booger that that yeah. han awkwardly steps over in post-production <laughs> yes i i remember i showed that to my sister and she was just like oh my gosh like you know so yeah, i feel bad for people like just starting star wars and they're looking at that and it's like bad like bad cg and then like you like you hear like the wilhelm scream and boba fett and shit like that it's just oh wow <laughs> this is this is what you're getting into huh like i will i would right. definitely love to see disney plus like do the practical effects like original version just, even just, with the cheesy you know stuff they have them you know they have oh, them of course of course 
Wait. And if they don't, just take away the CGI. Like just you know, just that. imagine like uh, Return of the Jedi, but without Hayden Christensen at the end. It's that old dude. <laughs> That's you know, and that just rose a whole bunch of questions. Like just kind of like, okay, if Hayden Hayden Christensen didn't die, Anakin didn't die as Hayden Christensen. He died as uh, yeah. who was in the Darth Vader suit, the old guy. So can you imagine like Hayden Christensen shows up, like you know, Anakin shows up as a horse ghost and he's super young and super handsome because he's a fine looking dude and then like like uh uh richard guinness how to, who who played uh obi-wan guinness Al i guinness. can't remember his Alec, uh, yeah. I'll get alec guinness he's, he just looks at him obi-wan just like it's like wait we can get hell, back dude? to like, <laughs> we can go back <laughs> to our younger we... selves what the he looks over at qui-gon Jin. he's just like so when can we do this <laughs> meanwhile yoda's just like oh yoda like you could change back to yoda turns self. into grogu younger self this is he looks <laughs> Yoda, Yoda turns Yoda's into baby like, Yoda. Wait, like I can be boy. cute again? That's awesome. <laughs> Yoda's you, like, like, I can sell merchandise? Hey. <laughs> hey. Merchandise we can sell. Young, <laughs> I can be. That would be very... I, I just can't imagine being the actor that played Darth Vader in the original cut, and then they put Hayden Christensen over him. Just imagine how pissed he was. He's oh, like, dude. I'm going to show this to my kids. He's like, that's me, right? <laughs> Who's this guy? Me. <laughs> i would just say that's me and roll with it oh yeah when i was younger that is that is what i looked like kids and i'm still still looking cool you're right but what, let's talk about uh, a new hope now like i said it's one of those movies that you can literally you can just watch it by yourself like if i tell people there's a movie that somebody should watch before they die i think star wars is definitely on that list of like like at least the fourth movie the fourth episode you know, at least watch that one because, you know, that's one with a good story, good beginning. Like Matthew, you were talking about how you, you're a farm boy who can grow up and, and literally anybody can do anything, right? Yeah. So like, yeah. And it has a, it has a good beginning and a, and a good end. What, what, like, what do you, yeah. like Matthew, what, like, what do you think? What, what were you saying? Yeah. So um, like I was saying, it's, it's the classic hero's journey. It's the, as basic as you can get for that, but it works, um, you know, it's never been told quite that way. And um, he just from start to finish just had everything work for the character, had everything work for the universe, for the villain. Um, it all just turned out um, exactly how you'd expect for that story, but also so much more um, where it was people, it wasn't, you know, all these crazy action heroes like you had back in the day. It was like just a farm kid. And he was taught by an old wizard and he snagged a, a walking rug and a, a princess and a guy who, who flew around an old piece of junk. And they went off and they saved the galaxy you know so anyone can do that if, if they can do that anyone can do that and julian as like I, i'm going to just go ahead and say you're a professional movie watcher so uh i wouldn't say in that. your professional opinion <laughs> what would how what, how how would you describe a new hope i mean i would describe a new hope as just like honestly it's like almost the perfect one-off in a giant franchise right yes. like you can like you were just saying it like it has a great beginning and end if you was to never watch another star wars movie after that you get exactly every it encapsulates everything that star wars is is like trying to tell and trying to say the perfect hero's journey you have great characters you have a great story it's perfectly paced like it, there's never like a dull moment in a new hope because you're always following this journey of uh this is this is what's happening you know you have this resistance and there's this MacGuffin that people need to get and you have this farm boy who pretty much is like the most removed character from everything that's going on and you thrust him into this adventure and then you throw in like this really like cynical scruffy guy who's like you you just can't help but love him 
and yeah. with all this you throw in like one of the greatest villains in movie history one of the most intimidating figures voiced by james earl jones like well like physically acted by david prowse rest in peace yes. and it's just it's honestly like one of the best adventure films of all time and it's like when you really think about it to make that movie like it is it's nothing like you have seen before once you've seen it because you've seen like sword play you've seen sword fights you've never seen fucking lightsaber glowing like swords and people like yeah. doing it in space you know like you never see a whiny kid like rise up and become a hero in that way like it's right. it's it's incredible yeah i i agree with you on on that level like totally and i i was thinking about the uh the the movie itself really inspired a lot of young movie directors. I don't know if you guys are familiar with like uh, directors like Kevin Smith. Like Never you got to admit, this movie definitely got him going because he said it. He said, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Comic Book Men, but it's basically Pawn Stars but with comic books. And hmm. Kevin Smith said himself, he was like, literally eight year old me. If I told him one day you're gonna be in this, and then he was like, oh, you're gonna direct a Star Wars movie? No, no, I'm not gonna do that. But I'm gonna be in it. Because Kevin Smith <laughs> is in the sequels. Uh, he plays one of the stormtroopers, and, uh, and then he also he made like a small cameo in uh, Rise of Skywalker. I love so that. There, there, there's so many directors that were inspired by these movies. You know, so imagine the like imagine Kevin Feige because Kevin Feige was probably like a little kid when these movies came out. Oh yeah, the yeah. guy who yeah. created the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Dave Filoni, <laughs> John Favreau. These are all care. These are all people we know mm-hmm. making movies today. The Mandalorian probably would never have happened. Well, obviously it would have never happened if New Hope was never made. But like, I mean, like if they never saw it, imagine never know. If Dave Filoni had never seen Star Wars in his life. Just imagine that, man. And you know, you know what is crazy about like just Star Wars? Like people, people like really sleep on the fact that this pushed the boundaries in special effects. Like, like, period. Yes. Like, without Star Wars, like the special effects that we see, we wouldn't have the Matrix. We wouldn't have uh the mad max fury road we wouldn't have like avatar like it was this movie that like really made people go we can take our imagination and truly make it come to life we could truly like create an epic out of something in our mind and a a lot of it was practical like people when that when the death star like explodes that's a fucking toy that's like that's like kind of blowing up and the thing and the uh, the thing i always think about is uh there's that episode i'm a big fan of that 70s show and there's that episode where they watch Star Wars for the first time and they completely capture what it's like for people to see something like that for the first time ever. Yeah. And they always play the Death Star like exploding. And even Red, the most cynical, I'll stick my foot in your ass type of dude is watching yes. the movie. And when the, when the Death Star explodes, his eyes is just, whoa. whoa. And he's like, what, 60 when that yeah, happened? It, when that Eric happened? It's so, just mind blown. You know, we're all Eric in that situation, I would say. It's safe to yeah. say. And then throughout the rest of the show, Eric is like an extreme Star Wars fanboy. Like he, it's like like th- how many people have that has that happened to after watching like that movie for the first time? I can it tell just you one person. Everything. Lebo one Kenobi. Yeah, I had him on last week. He's a he literally looks like a mixture of Alec Guinness and Ewan McGregor, and he does a perfect Obi Wan impression. And I had him on last week, and he was telling me about the first time he actually saw Star Wars, and this was a time before the internet, obviously. So when he watched it, he was done. He didn't get it on DVD. He didn't get it on, uh, he couldn't get it on DVD because it didn't come out until 
on DVD or VHS until long after. He said that there was a show that would talk about movie cinema, and at the beginning of every episode, it would show the Death Star explode, and that's all he really got to keep up with Star Wars. Oh, wow. So imagine Star Wars without the internet, dude. Dude, just like that during that time that's why i always say like if i can go back to a to a movie and like just experience that for the first time it would be to experience like a star wars movie for the first time with the audience because because now it's like now it's hard to like really enjoy a movie because with the internet and everything like when you look up a movie with a really big twist or anything the first thing that the title says even though it's not a spoiler oh let's talk about that twist spoilers ahead and you already kind of like know what's happening now you're already kind of like hip to what's going on and it's really hard to like escape the spoiler train. No matter how hard you try, you still get a little bit of something, even if you go on media blackout. Yeah. But with Star Wars, it was like you had to be there. And when you're there, the only way you can like really hear about the only way you'll hear a spoiler is if somebody like screams it outside of a theater or some shit, which I yeah. heard people did <laughs> during that really? time. Oh, I so heard people we, were legit standing we outside of Empire Strikes Back screaming yeah. that uh, that I'm not even going to say just in case someone hasn't seen it, even though the movie's like... <laughs> no, go ahead, years. dude. If they haven't so, seen it, it's on them. If they haven't seen it, they're If they're this far into the yeah. podcast and they still haven't seen it... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. But people were legit like yelling out Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's father outside the theater, which... But here's the on. thing. How many people probably believe that? That is very true. That, that's a twofold <laughs> yeah. thing. I wonder, like, if you see the twist and w- w- after not believing it, and you're just like, "Wow, I'm conflicted." Great twist, <laughs> but I kind of knew about it. You know, it's got to be conflicting. But yeah, during that time, and no internet, you just had to see it, and then you had to wait three, four years for the next one, and yep. it was just, you know, and then you couldn't just rewatch it on repeat all the time because there's yep. no VHS, there's no DVD. It's just, you know. And like I said, like with the internet, like uh, you got, are you guys aware who Boss Logic is by chance? Yeah. I've heard of Boss Logic, yeah. Yes. Basically, he's the reason why Rosario Dawson got to be Ahsoka. He made fan art of Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson found it and was like, and she reposted it and then everybody freaked out and now she's Ahsoka. And now we're seeing things like I was telling you about the Sebastian Stan, the the Winter Soldier himself possibly playing luke skywalker uh, julian I mean, how, do, how do you feel about that i mean i think it would be great i think it would be great for his career because i think uh sebastian stan is one of the most underrated actors like out there like i don't know if you guys have ever seen uh his performance in i Tanya. he's like amazing oh in yeah I, he was in in that, right? yeah he was amazing in it and then uh he was also in a uh, devil all the time which he was great in as well so like the dude looks exactly like mark hamill like it, yeah. it's funny to see people do deep fakes of luke skywalker with sebastian stan's face because you're like what did you change it looks it looks like the same exact person so i think not only would it be great for him like it would it would just be great for star wars in general because like his career like right now he's like kind of like sidekick territory but i think like he's on the the precipice of like just about to pop so like i mean once i think once falcon and winter soldier comes out i think it's really gonna for him exactly and plus he's in with disney already so he's already in yes well, and like, like I said, I think he's definitely going to be a great, if he, if he does end up playing Luke Skywalker, I don't think he's going to be in the Mandalorian. Like everybody thinks he, like he I don't think he's going to be the one to find Grogu. I don't think that's, gonna, it, I think it's going to be Ezra personally, but I, I, I'm very excited to see stuff like that. But how do you guys think he got his green Kyber crystal for Return of the Jedi? I mean, he was already good at like, 
I'm thinking about it. I'm like, he was always kind of good at finding like Jedi temples, right? Like, they're like, I tried to, I tried not, I read like a comic book or two, but they never really stuck in my head. But I'm like, he, he probably got it from one of the Jedi temples in his travels, like probably in between uh, Empire and Return, right? Yeah. Like he went out and did some training. And I, I'm sure he didn't just like fall into a ditch and was like, "Oh shit, a kyber crystal!" Hey, look at that, sweet. But oh, yeah, cool I he, I'm taking I think, this. <laughs> I think he legit went out and found it. Or, or, and I'm just thinking like the force can work in mysterious ways. Maybe the kyber crystal called out to him. Maybe I don't know. You know, that is interesting. I've already told Matthew, so I'm not going to even let him guess because I feel like he'll <laughs> because yeah. he's going to be like, "No, no, my reason's kind of stupid." Now, now, uh, basically, what I said: there's a new statue that came out and some art that came out for the new Kenobi show of Ewan McGregor holding Qui Gon's lightsaber. Let's say while he's back on Tatooine, he goes back to Obi Wan Kenobi's hut or house or whatever temple, and uh, he uh, he finds. And Mark Hamill has even said that there is a scene, a delete, there was a deleted scene of him building his lightsaber. What if he took Qui-Gon's kyber crystal? And that's why he has the green. That's that's actually not bad. <laughs> that's actually not bad. Bro, let me tell that would the fandom would explode. Like again, Star Wars broke me. They would either be very pissed off about it or they would be very happy about it. Yeah. I mean no middle ground. I mean, I think they wouldn't be as pissed off as Ray saying her name is Ray Skywalker, um, yeah. but I think I think they'll be willing to accept that he's using a dead Jedi's Kyber crystal. I think they could accept that a little bit, right? I mean, I'm but, down. I mean, I'm down for that. Like that way, Qui Gon has been alive with us, picking up uh, Qui Gon's lightsaber and just taking out the Kyber crystal. I say let's do it. Like, like that's that. Like, because then it, it would have the same math as like one of my personal favorite Star Wars movies, Rogue One, where it it pretty much like bridges bridges the uh, the the franchise all the more better. It could be like another piece of glue that like expands this universe even more. Right? Yeah, I was telling. Uh, that's what I was telling to Matthew. Like right before you joined, I was telling him about how how it's so cool that the Mandalorian can can tie together to the prequels, the original trilogy, and the sequel trilogy. Uh, you 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 are aware how they they did it with the sequel trilogy, right? With uh, Snoke. Uh, I am not because I'm not all caught up on season. I haven't even started season two yet, so don't hate me. Okay, uh, okay, okay. Well, we're not going to say anything then. I, I don't want to. I've been seeing I've been seeing you. headlines. Oh, that that baby Yoda twist, and I'm like, okay. Don't worry, man. <laughs> you you got to get caught up now. I know. No, I, I got to. My wife is making me watch one on one. I watched the boys, I and I know you watched the boys because i saw that oh yeah scene, okay oh yeah it, it's better than the boys this season it's better is than better the boys. than the boys yes is i will than say that right now and oh, i love wow. the boys that's, that's a bold statement the boys season two was pretty fire oh dude so. it was so yeah no man you gotta get caught up on mandalorian but don't worry it, I'm, I'm gonna check it out i'm gonna check it out but yes worry. it does tie it together the sequel trilogy that's all i'm gonna say and you obviously already know about ahsoka so oh yeah i know about ahsoka yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually the internet did. has not ruined it for you already I knew about Ahsoka before, like she even made her appearance. I was like, "Oh, okay, this this is the reason to watch season two now." Like, I'm oh, in. Dave Filoni's directing an episode. I wonder why. <laughs> right, right, right. The creator of Ahsoka, yeah. <laughs> co-creator. Sorry, he's the only he's he's the one who knows it best. He's the one who knows. So, uh, Julian, do you do you watch any? Do, have you seen any of the animated series by chance, like Clone Wars or Rebels? 
Uh, no, but here's the thing. I was always like very interested in it. So like, I, like when I'm really interested in something, but like, say I'm married, so like my TV time is like very shared. Um, right. but so like when I um when I get really interested in something and I can't watch, I just go ahead and like just kind of read about it. Right. So like I'm already like a super huge fan of uh, Ahsoka's character in general. I think I think like this from what I've read, she's one of the best characters like in Star Wars canon, like period. Because she is like three she, of her pop figures. Dude, like <laughs> like I'm in love with Ahsoka Tano. Like I'm I am so in love with her because like not only is she like a, a strong female lead, I think she is like the focal point of the Clone Wars. It's not Anakin, it's not Obi-Wan, it's like her story through and through. Literally so, the like, last I'm really, season. Yeah, exactly. The last season, like even uh what, which one was it? Rebels, when she finally like took on Darth Vader. Like oh, and uh the, it was so emotional, mind you. I didn't watch the whole show. But I did tune in to like see the clip of them like fighting, and that has the same emotional weight and stakes as the uh fight in Empire Strikes Back between Luke and Darth Vader, if you ask me. So, so let me get back on the original trilogy. I'm sorry, I kind of got off topic, but that's how you know you're having a good conversation when you start getting off topic. But uh, <laughs> that was on me, no worries. Uh, how would you guys rate these movies? Like, like I would do New Hope because well, not New Hope, Empire, New Hope, and then Return of the Jedi. Matthew, you said the same thing, didn't you? Yeah, that's essentially my list. And what, what about you, Jill? Oh, that's that's beat for beat right there. Empire, New Hope, <laughs> Return oh, yeah, of the Jedi. All, so we're all in agreement. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm glad we're on the same page. Awesome, cool. That's we're how it all should be. On the same page here. Is yeah, there any is particular reason list. why we would put it in that order, though? So, uh, let, so that way we can actually talk about it a little bit. Well. I think like with Empire, Empire is clearly the best movie in the just in the entire franchise, let alone the original trilogy. So I feel like uh, with Empire, like it has so many different like layers to it that New Hope doesn't have. New Hope is like like one of the best like straight. It's more straightforward in its storytelling. You know, like guy goes on an adventure, like he defeats the bad guy. He kind of gets the girl who's actually a sister, but let's not think about that. <laughs> and but with uh with empire like it as a movie it works on so many levels because not only is it rich and layered storytelling not only does it have like like great world building but it turns darth vader into an even better character than he was in the first one it like makes luke skywalker a more like uh like morally complex character it brings out the dark side in his characters and then you have an awesome b plot with introducing Lando Calrissian and getting into Han's backstory as limited as you get into and the romance with Leia. There's just so much more to enjoy from a movie standpoint, which makes it better. Whereas Star Wars A New Hope is probably, if you ask me, the most rewatchable, but it's still more straightforward and movie-wise. And I think the thing that kind of drags down Return the Jedi is that just some like minor inconsistencies here and there, like the whole like hyping up Boba Fett only for him to fall down the Sarlacc pit and like, uh, oh, you're just, gonna love Mandalorian. It, just, just, oh, I bet you I am. I, I bet you I am. you're hyping it up so much. You're hyping it up so much, and just like uh, and then just like uh, I think like the pacing is kind of all over the place. Like sometimes I can't remember like what what part happens and what part. Like after they leave Jabba's hut, like I really don't care what happens in between that. I just know like they get to indoor at some point and then yeah. they have the big battle. So it's just right. like that right there is a little fuzzy. Plus it's a little bit more geared towards kids which also drags it down drags it down for me which is there's nothing wrong with that it's just uh, it doesn't have that same level of storytelling that the first two have so that's like my reasoning for ranking those okay what about you matt 
Yeah, so it's pretty similar. Um, you know, Empire just had uh, from the score to the the layout of the movie to the action and the practical effects and everything, just solid, you know, 10 out of 10 for me. Um, A New Hope was good. It was laying the basics. Um, it laid the foundation for Empire to build off of. Yep. Um, and so it's definitely solid. Um, and for Return of the Jedi, it's not bad. Um, it's it's just the lowest of those three. And like you were saying, I think there's a lot of scenes, especially in the middle, middle that just kind of drag or are forgettable or like as much as I love uh, all the singing parts in Jabba's Palace, not necessarily needed. Um, as much as I love all of the the chilling in the, the Ewok village, um, also not super needed. So there's a lot of like wasted space in there that um, Empire definitely was full from start to finish. Um, and I think just all the forgettable, like forgettable sections and, and parts, um, even with the fantastic ending that I have just kind of, yep. you know, brought it down a little bit. Um, again, not quite as rewatchable as the others, just because you kind of have to sit through that. And that may be the times where you pull out your phone and, and kind of, you know, get on Facebook or Instagram or whatever while, you know, some of that's playing out. Whereas the other two, I think your eyes are, eyes are pretty glued to the screen, the screen the whole time. So. Get on your phone and tweet about watching Star Wars instead of actually watching yeah. Star Wars. Right. <laughs> Watch Return of the Jedi and tweeting about Empire Strikes Back. That's the and ultimate saying you're not a real Star Wars fan <laughs> unless you only Absolutely. watch the movies. Again, yeah. never going to let that one go. Julian, have you seen those around <laughs> TikTok yet? Uh, I did see this one guy who was like, oh, if you if you don't know who, like, I think it was like, he had a picture of like Darth Revis. Like, Dar- if you don't know who uh, this Darth is, Revan. Darth Revan, sorry. Like, again, I'm interested. So like, even though I don't, I, I, I see these things and I'm like, I okay, think I could talk about it. I'm going to go on record and say, I think I was the first one to make the video. I'm going to go oh on because I did <laughs> it like eight hours. It. And then like, literally like two hours later, Alyssa made one. You guys know Alyssa Tano. Well, I, I know Matt, I know you do. She and you know how popular she is. So and a lot of people saw hers. So I think that's where it really I think she she's saw the one yours who kicked and it off. Like, but I was definitely the first one to do it. I, I, I oh yeah, bro, you got the timestamp on your video, so you can yes. always prove okay. it. So you're good. <laughs> yeah, but, the first one. No, I, saw I gotta was give a, Alyssa the credit that she deserves because honestly, she is probably one of the most underrated Star Wars like TikTokers. You know, like twenty five thousand, but she probably had. She's like you for the movies, man. Like you have like what four million likes. For it's 47 million likes as of today. TikTok and verify this man already. I'm just I'm waiting, man. I'm waiting. Because <laughs> you know what? I, I don't care if I'm waiting forever. I just like I just I'm doing it for the love of the, the movies now. Love of the movies. And that that's exactly what TikTok is about. You gotta be doing exactly so I'm just surprised that there's that many people that are into movies like that. Like that's that's where like honestly, I'm I think part of it at. is definitely you have a great speaking voice. I think oh, that thanks. might be part of it. <laughs> it's and just you, a microphone you know, and i just like you have the w- the way you speak you just go you know this movie is a bop like <laughs> i like the way you say it. it's a bop <laughs> <laughs> that should be my catchphrase this movie bop <laughs> you know when you start making merch you better go is this movie a bop you know like that that's what I honestly want i've been thinking about making merch dude we're, i'm gonna get you in on a cut on this merch like oh, that's yeah, gonna be that's gonna be on the front this movie's <laughs> a bop, <It's> a bop. <laughs> Like I, I remember I did one for Assassin's Creed. Bop or flop. I did one for Assassin's Creed. And I was like, I was talking about it. They were like, honestly, I'm going to watch Assassin's Creed. Could somebody do a quick review? And I was like, Straw Hat Goofy, I know this is your thing, but I'm going to try it. Assassin's Creed is straight up a bop. Like that was the way I started it. When you said that, I was like, yes, he's using my lingo. I love it. You know, I love like- it. And dude, I am going to do Assassin's Creed. I literally like opened up Assassin's Creed, was about to do it. And I, I got so angry because like, I know you love it, but I hated the shit. 
it's like, okay. I, really hate, I agree. Like, yeah, well, it, I, I mean, I, I, I respect your opinion. I, I'm a no. huge fan of the video games. That's probably part of my mm-hmm. reason. And it ties mm-hmm. into the video games and it gives it more depth into the video games. Well, anyway, Assassin's Creed. I drove off some buildings. <laughs> Speaking of Star Wars, before we close out, here's what I want to do. There are so many parodies, spoops, and just fun versions of Star Wars. I'll let you guys think about it, and I'll tell you guys my favorite version. But what is your favorite parody of Star Wars? I'm going to go ahead and go first, and I'll let you guys think about it. So mine, I think I've watched this version more than I've watched the actual trilogy itself. The, the Family Guy Star Wars is definitely one of my favorite, and I wish they did the prequel trilogy. I, I love know. it. Dude, I I, I can literally, I think I've watched that. The couch bit is probably my favorite bit of all time. Uh, uh, you know, when they're in they're in the like the trash pit, they're just like, oh, so look at this couch. You know, like who throws out the, you know, no, throw some Febreze on there. It'll look great in your apartment. <laughs> oh, when they're like, 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 oh, uh, just turn it, just turn it around. Look at me, look at me, clockwise. Look, I'm going and clockwise. And then when they're like all getting of- blasted at, they're like, go, 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 go. And they all have like, and then they try to get it in the Millennium Falcon. They're like, you know what, leave it here. I'll stand outside and you take off. You the know? one that like hit me hit me in my soul because my grandmother used to like change furniture in our houses all the time like when yeah. she, when he when he sat it down I said all right let's just put it down just put it down just put it down all right let's just uh let's, let's just think, think about, about this, this really quick okay if we take off the cushions take off the chairs i'm like oh, oh, the oh, we take off the legs and then i'm like oh my god my and this will go so much more smoothly <laughs> oh my god i loved it it's it's harder than we're making it's easier than we're making it i'm just like right How does Seth, no. is Seth like bugging my house like what the hell yeah, is he like, doing this? and then there's like um then the, the there's the you know the office pun that they did is like i don't think i don't like the way that leia has been talking to me lately and like <laughs> it said peter it was like uh I, I don't really like the way that leia has been talking to me lately i think that she just needs to get a fool of herself or like when R- <laughs> r2d2 is cleveland oh my gosh oh my that, gosh i love how like, you i saw out a video block. today it was like the nine. new squadrons video game and it was like r2d2 pulling his like pulling out the pistol and then blowing up a tie fighter he's like yeah that's how we do it in my neighborhood that's bitch. how we do it in my neighborhood bitch <laughs> i love it dude like cleveland and quagmire is c3po and r2d2 and that is just so hilarious yes like, like what, what, what did he say star wars parody i think i have to go with phineas and ferb yo that was um, a great star wars special. Oh, oh my gosh totally it, forgot about that i one. need to rewatch it it's been like two years since i've seen it all i remember is they had so much jack porkins love man there are so many Jack Porkins jokes in there, and they just—he yes. was like a main character. It was great. It was so many throwbacks and like little details that I just loved. That they appreciated that they didn't. Well, Finney's firm never has to go as hard as it does, but they always take it to the extreme. And yeah, no, the it. the Tatooine theme song. I actually the Tatooine song that Phineas sings, like uh, we're yeah. living out here, we're living like kings out here, have a two sun summer the whole darn year. <laughs> you know, like, oh yeah, <laughs> like T sixteen. Uh, sipping on blue ice cream you know i love that and superb has no business going so deep into like star wars lore but they, yeah, they that's they how you know that dan pobmeyer and jeff swamby marsh are just obviously like huge fans oh, of every of everything it seems because they also did like a Marvel like at the beginning when well. they were doing the opening text i remember at the beginning of the text they actually had d bradley because ba- d bradley baker the guy who plays all the clones in clone wars yeah. he actually plays perry the platypus you know really yeah that's the same guy d bradley baker is also in the uh he plays appa in avatar you know (laughs) d bradley baker look up his imdb page man 
like every time you talk about uh, voice actors that deserve Oscars, Dee Bradley Baker is the first person that comes to my head every oh, I'm single time. I'm definitely going to be on that then. I'm definitely <laughs> you got to look up some Dee Bradley Baker. But, oh my gosh. Yeah, he plays every clone in the Clone Wars, and he just he does a phenomenal job. But I like check, the thing man. I like about the Phineas and Ferb is they made Rogue One better because like yeah. remember the How way that they got the better? Death Star plans, the Death Star because it obviously came out before Rogue One. Uh-huh. So the way that the the rebels got the Death Star plans, Perry the Platypus basically broke into one of the ships, but the ships also was like a like a like a skyscraper building like on top of it, and like there were like stormtroopers like wearing ties and stuff and like doing like paperwork and stuff, and like he broke into the files and took the Death Star plans, and then like they did like a big U turn and then like the whole ship, and then one guy was like save 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 save, it was just like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i need to watch this i still i haven't watched this episode yeah. i need to check it I out i got disney plus and then on the uh, at the end of the opening crawl at the end of the opening crawl they were like and by the way this is not canon so just sit down and enjoy <laughs> i was like yo see they they're talking right to, they went yeah, they I went know. right to the toxic fandom too i love that yeah, i love like, that they were like the Death Star. Da, da, da. They were like reading out the opening text, and at the end, it was like, "By the way, this is not canon, so just shit down, shut up, and enjoy." It was I just like, bang. I love it. So, what, that, what about you, Julian? What What is your favorite parody of Star? You Wars? know what? The first one that came to my mind was the Robot Chicken specials. To be honest, Yo. like, Ooh. like, and it was so it was a legit thing in the Star Wars <laughs> special where like uh, uh, Seth George Green and Seth MacFarlane. As Chris and Peter are arguing about who had the better Star Wars special, and I'm re- legit just over here like, yeah, you tell them, Chris, like that 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 robot chicken special is nothing to sleep at. Like that, that, it, it does, it is a bop. It's it's a bop. It's a bop. <laughs> like there's there's literally like like just so many different segments of Star Wars, but my all time favorite has to be when uh, Jar Jar Binks like like finds out that Darth Vader is Anakin, so he starts oh, bugging he Darth Vader the entire helmet. time. He takes off. He's like, Annie. Is that you, Annie? Oh, Annie yeah, then Darth Vader is just kind of like, oh my Annie, gosh. Okay day. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then Darth Vader like chokes Hold him on. out. He like force chokes him until he's dead. And then he comes back as a force ghost. He's like, Annie, Annie, now we can be forever. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh no, my no, God. No. This this is is happy. <laughs> oh, oh, and my, and you my know, I think favorite. my favorite was the one where Darth Vader had to call back emperor palpatine because he had to tell him that the death star exploded and he's like he's what like, do you mean that you what crying? the hell what do you mean, do you mean they mean blew explode? it up what do you mean and they like, blew it like, now get your seven foot two asthmatic ass back here before i tell everybody what a bitch you were about patamale or panda bear or whatever the hell her name was and then he's like, oh geez he's crying oh geez he's crying he was like okay i'm sorry i'm sorry how do you think he how do you guys think that darth vader was crying he was just like no 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 i didn't want want it to blow up i felt it no (laughs) there was a disturbance in the forest before it blew up i felt it no and then like he ended it was like okay okay just just come back here just okay okay i love you too okay bye One of, one, of the, one of the most underrated ones is the was the bring your child to work day with the stormtrooper and he brings his daughter on the Death Star and like like he's being shot at and like uh his, he like basically is like hauling his daughter under his arm and his daughter's like but daddy it's like she left her teddy bear in the middle of the fucking battlefield and so he's like god damn it baby so he's literally like dodging these bullets just to get the fucking doll and then he like <laughs> brings it back and then he gives it back to her, like here you go sweetie she's like, oh thanks dad 
and then he's like apparently he was one of the stormtroopers on Tatooine that was like that caught like uh Luke and uh and uh Obi-Wan and Obi-Wan was the one who like forced like yeah. forced his ass and he was like <laughs> He was like, these are not the droids you're looking for. This is not the droids we're looking for. And Darth's like, yes, it is. And he's like, <laughs> and then he's like, you're going to let us go. We're going to let you go. Good day, then. Good day. And then the daughter's like, daddy, that was totally the guy. He's like, baby, get off my back, girl. I, I can't think of this fucking helmet. <laughs> and then she's no, like, I always liked the George W. Bush as uh, Darth Vader jokes. I thought those were always hilarious. It was oh, like, yeah. I am your father. No. <laughs> Bro, I'm oh, oh, man. You, or Darth Vader, like, smoking a cigarette. It's like, yeah, by the way, the Force, those are just metachlorians. Metachlorians. And your body, they're metachlorians. No way. <laughs> like, yeah. Robot chicken, definitely. They, they, they did knock it out of the park. But I will Absolutely. still go with the Family Guy special. I think I've watched that so many times, and I enjoy it so much. Can we talk? And, can we talk about one that we uh just really, really quick, really quick talk sure, about one that none of us talked about was uh and I know this is like new sequel trilogy, but Adam Driver as Kylo Ren doing Undercover Boss on yes. SNL. Have you seen that one? Not the technician, Matt. man. We share a name or the intern. Matt. Oh, yeah. or the intern. Yeah, <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, that too. I'm Matt, I'm Matt the, and it's Matt time to see have some better, real right? talk for some real folk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that one so much. I heard. Like, I heard. I want to fly like had a Skywalker. Pack. Now you'll die like him too. <laughs> hey, I heard that some people saw Kylo Ren in the shower and that he was shredded. That he had a six pack. <laughs> oh, dude, no, his lightsaber looks like crap. He's, he's a punk ass bitch. And he's like, oh, Bro. really? Really? Yeah. What about this? Is this a- <laughs> hey, look, I found Kylo Ren's lightsaber. Want to hold yeah, it? Yeah, I'm like, like 99% sure that Matt is Kylo Ren. <laughs> he was like, how did you know it was me? He was like, he was like I, knew, I knew it was Matt when he like, like a force choke, what's his name? I knew it was I, Matt. I knew, I knew, I knew it was like Kylo Ren when Matt. he said, hi, I'm Matt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And then like, he came back as an intern. He was like calling everybody boomers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one's not didn't as he, like memorable. kill his employees like like didn't he like kill his employees like kid? Yeah, and like, then he was like yeah. he sent him a greeting card and said, I'm sorry I killed your son. <laughs> oh my gosh. He was in the like stormtrooper program. Underratedly funny. funny, man. That skit is probably one of the greatest of all time. Adam Driver is just so fucking great. I love so Adam Driver, great. man. He 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 deserves more love than what he got because uh if and if you guys want to read more about Kylo Ren, I don't know if you guys have read Rise of Kylo Ren by Charles Soule. Definitely a good read. Haven't. It's a Need comic to check book. That out. It's like four issues. It's a four issue comic book series. Totally would check it out. I still maintain that a uh, Kylo Beast? Ren. I'm sorry. Goes uh, is, is that the one with the Zillow Beast? Um, he just jumps inside a Zillow Beast's mouth and destroys it. I no, it's when he uh, first meets the Knights of Ren. And he actually kills the okay, original yeah, yeah. friend. Yeah, with Luke. Oh, that's and and then we that's see him sick. actually burn down the temple. And we actually get to see him like kill a bunch of Jedi and shit. It's oh, I need to check that out. I, it, dude, check it's, that. It's, I still Charles maintain Soul that uh, Kylo Ren. Writer. I love Charles Soule. So. I, still, I still maintain that Kylo Ren in his first appearance is better is a better character than Darth Vader in his first appearance. If we right. want to have that debate for another day, yeah. because I, I just find Kylo Ren to be the more layered, the more like a uh, compelling, complex villain, because, you know, we can get into it later, but I, <laughs> I still maintain that. that All that, right. That, well, that.
before we sign off, let me let's let's go around the room and uh, we'll we'll say where we can find ourselves. Matt, you want to go first? Where we can find you on Instagram or TikTok, whatever. Yeah, you can find me um, over on TikTok at Maddie underscore T underscore Swizzle. Um, your local Star Wars biologist. Um, you can find me over at Instagram at uh, Matthew underscore Tracy one K. Um, and then I actually have a website uh, that Star Wars Author dot com, and I just post updates and articles and stuff like that over there. So okay, what about you, Ju- Julian? Yeah, you guys can find me at at Straw Hat Goofy. That's at Straw underscore hat underscore goofy i don't know why i forgot how to spell my own name but uh yeah i do movie reviews on tiktok um 15 second movie reviews as well as like breakdowns right now i'm in a middle of a series that i don't think will ever end which is my favorite details from into the spider-verse which i cannot stop i want to stop before i become a (laughs) spider-verse account but i can't because it's so good but yeah so check me out also you can uh hit me up on instagram at at straw hat movies that's at straw underscore hat underscore movies so and also you should guys should download the uh, i checked out your link tree and you had this app called likewise on there i just downloaded it and i love it it is probably the likewise coolest. is so great guys it's basically it's so tinder but with podcasts and movies and books and it will <laughs> you know, suggest movies for you right, as well. and you swipe left on movies and books so it's like tinder but for yes. For people who can't get laid, but <laughs> not gonna lie, that's where I get a lot of my movie suggestions. That really? on TikTok as well, yeah. Yeah, no, that's so, what I assumed. I, I checked it. out. I was like, "What the heck is Likewise?" And I checked it out. So yeah, you guys, this is not in any way, shape, or form sponsored by Likewise, it, it, but I'd be open to it. But um, <laughs> hit them up. But likewise, if you guys want to find me, you can find me on TikTok at Dubert. That is S C H U B Y D O O B E R T. You can also find me on Instagram at the same name or Comic Comedy Podcast. And you guys can also find me on anchor.fm slash comic comedy to check out these podcasts for free. And you can also find it on Apple, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and now YouTube. So we'll hope to see you guys then. All right. Thank you guys so much for coming out. And I will let you guys know when I have this up. Sweet. I would love to have you guys both on again. Really. It was super fun having you guys. Oh, please. I see you got some comics behind you. We could talk some Marvel, some DC next oh, time. Yeah. Just saying. I'm the comic Just comedian, saying. man. I've been, I used to work at a comic book store, so I got a bunch oh, of stories. Nice. And we got, we got to get it next time. We got to. All right. Definitely. Know when you do a Moon Knight episode, I'll be Oh, here. yeah, definitely. When we talk about Moon Knight, I'll yeah. wait for that Disney Plus series to come out and then we'll talk. About oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Let's do that. John Reeves better be Moon. I'm just kidding. No, I'm really excited for. I think they just casted a, a, a they just casted a yeah, Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Oscar I didn't Isaac see that. himself. Yep. Oscar All right. Isaac. Moon Knight. All right. See you I guys. I was hoping for Keanu Reeves, though. All right. Check yeah. you guys. See ya. Yeah. Yeah.